Hey guys, welcome back for another episode of The Path of Believer. We're so happy to have you guys here. Um, in today's episode, we're actually just me and Daniel just talking about some ground things that God's been doing in our lives, has been talking to us about. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I know we jump around about a few different topics, but these topics have been important to both of our lives. So be blessed, be filled, and be fulfilled. I think, I think, I think the craziest thing is that, um, the craziest thing that I just think is, how quick we move on to different things yeah i know i've been having this question asked so much i even you even heard me ask daniel marinachenko when we were just sitting together like how do we reverence the holy spirit what he does like how do we reverence the works of what he does you know just like he heals somebody let's just spend a few extra minutes to just praise god for this you know he does he gives you a prophetic word that's straight on point exactly what you're doing or any kind of prophetic word, you know. Let's just stop and just let's think about like that. Let's pray. Let's him for drink it in. Let's exactly. drink it like in. Like Michael says, let's smell the roses. Like why? Why is it like first <laughs> heaven, second heaven, third heaven? Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Why can't we just stop where we're at for a second, just smell the roses, thank God for where He's brought us to? Right. I I love that because that's honestly like not even planned, but this whole week that's kind of been. Um, what I was being taken back to is everything that the Lord has taught me, everything he's got me through. And somehow for whatever reason, this week specifically, yeah, it's like taking me back to the simplicity of oh, everything back, back, back <laughs> all the way. Uh, yeah. No, honestly, because it's, it's just like that simplicity where you get back to those simple truths and you're just like, wow, God, like, I, I, this, it, because it's easy to get past that and be like, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? And what's next? Yeah. And you, you're just getting caught up in the process versus enjoying the process. And that's where the danger comes out because now you're just pushing stuff out of yourself. Yep. Versus from God. Well, the, the thing is that, um, the other thing is it's also the audience you begin to feel like I need to do something else. You know, think about it this way. If services, if church services uh, are not here, not having uh, what's called a manifestation of God every single week. Right. Um, so this, this brings me to like, there's a balance on each side. Right. Okay. Some people go completely off edge. They're just like, Holy Spirit is not for this time. It's only for the apostles. Some people are saying Holy Spirit has to be here and moving every single second, every single time. But, my studying with the Holy Spirit and just me just spending time with the Holy Spirit, he's taught me one thing that I, he doesn't move at my pace. That's true. I move at his pace. Yep. And uh, we were just saying how a thousand days is like one day for us. Exactly. And like, I mean, for him, it's one day for us. It's a thousand days. Exactly. And like he will, you know, we see this a lot where like God's not answering. God's not answering for these months. And then like the last day or like the last second, all of a sudden everything's complete breakthrough and you kind of have to think about it you're just like where is god in all of this like how is he moving in through all of this and that's where it kind of goes back to like reverencing god because everything that he does in this world is to turn our attention back to him mm. it's not to turn our attention onto the next task at hand it's not to turn our att- attention next to like the next um sermon the next act the next word the next evangelism is it really we, we can get so caught up in those works we can so get right. twisted but Technically, 
everything that he does, it pulls us back to look at him. The Holy Spirit is here to make us look back at Jesus. He's the pinnacle of everything. And talk, uh, taking back to what you were saying, um, you know, he's moving every second. Yeah. He's moving every second. Even like, you know, it's like you're going through a regular service, quote unquote, right? Where you're just coming into a guest service of some church and you're like, man, this is not my style of worship or whatever. And just like my grandma's testimony, you know, it's like you can have two type of heart postures in that moment. You can be like, wow, the Lord's actually still moving here. Yeah. Even though it's not my environment, it's not what I'm used to, but he's actually moving so strongly here the same way he's moving there. It's just I got to tune into it. Right. So like because we're two or three are gathering in my name, he's there. But this is the thing that this is what I think defines that. Thing which we call like oh wow i really got wrecked by the lord quote unquote is that the people in in that congregation or whatever they actually make jesus the pedestal mm. of that service versus that one person just having that realization that god is moving everywhere even yeah. if the people around me are not in awareness of that like that god should be the pedestal of this service he's still moving it might not be as manifest or as prominent right in the atmosphere because, you know, it's just that one person. It's just you, right? If you're just yeah. that one person, like, oh, I really love Jesus and he's everything versus everybody else just being like, you know, I'm just here to. I'm here at church. Just, I'm just here, bro. I'm just warming my seat to make sure nobody jacks it. Checking out yeah. the check marks. Uh, no, that would make a big difference because to imagine just every single person making Jesus everything. Yeah. You know, um, he is all. He's all we got. He's all we right. need. He's uh, he's everything. He can, He's your sole provider. He's your sole redeemer. Like, he's literally everything. I think that a childlike mind gets that, and they're just, they just can't let go of it. They're fascinated. It's like yeah. that new. Like, Jesus, you're all I need. Yeah, and they're it's new. They're so fascinated I, by the that. The best analogy is Legos. You know, when I was growing up, I, I would get a box of Legos, right? And obviously, they have the original directions for them, right? Yeah. But you can, after, you know, get a couple sets, you can build something else of your own. Like I had a crazy imagination. I would make like crazy starships and all that stuff. And I would never get bored with Legos. That's the same with like that heart posture of like, hey, it's it's just my, me unlocking or renewing my mind and realizing that, hey, the Lord is not old. He's not just in this box and that's it. What's yeah. in this instructions of this box? Mm -hmm. That's it. No, it's so Come much on. more. You can create so much more. You can create a starship. Come you on. can create a battleship, whatever you want to create. The Lord is infinite. He's omnipresent. He's yes. everywhere and he's moving in every direction. Yes. In everything. Look at like we were at the Let Us Worship event, right? Yes. I want to talk about that. Um, that was amazing. I mean, we saw our fam from Soul School. Shout oh, out so to them. They'll be back uh, here. Next yes, week. <laughs> yes, they'll be here, and we'll be doing our event. Um, well, the fan the flame. Uh, but dude, uh, if, that event, what's called Let's Worship. Let's talk about it. Yes. Um, they, it was crazy because this. So if you don't know, Sean Fitch is the one who started, and basically from what we heard, his testimony of how it started is he was running for governor. You know, he was Congress. going through for Congress. Yeah. And he, you know, basically was trying to get, you know, a change in California, which is just ultimately in flames right now, both physically and like spiritually yeah, and financially and spiritually. in every kind of area, almost, I, I would say. Um, so he's like, I want to make a difference. And ultimately, it, he didn't win the uh, congressional thing. But he's like, you know, we still have all this left over. We, we still got we still have the ability to do something. 
Yep. So he's like, let's just go out and worship because the governor said, you know, you can't worship indoors. So right. Let's go under a bridge. Yeah, let's go under a bridge. Let's go worship. And this turned into a whole uh, movement, I guess you could say. And now he's going from basically almost like state to state and uh, city to city and just and creating. see October 25th, right. guys. Yes, huge thing. If you can, make it. Um, I, wish, I wish I could go to Washington, D.C. Yeah. Like, man. But, um, yeah, and he's just doing these awesome worship events where people from all walks of life are coming together that are, you know, believe in Jesus Christ. Some that just freshly came to him at these events and get baptized and everything yeah. um, and dedicate their life to the Lord. And basically there's that atmosphere of like, Jesus is everything. This is not about a church. This is not about an organization. This is not about the speaker. Who this is, is Sean about Fitt? Jesus? This is all about Jesus. It's and all about Jesus. That's that mentality of, Hey, he comes through when we all, you know, put him at the pedestal in that environment. You can sh like shift it all around because like, I mean, dude, I was looking at the pictures I took of that place yeah, and I was like, wow, it looks so glorious. Like, I mean, everybody's just black yeah, white gonna, everything just include, include some pictures some, yeah. uh i'll pop them in here uh and it was just like wow lord like this is family this is this what is jesus what this is what jesus meant when he like he wanted us to have you know like-mindedness as the yeah. body you know where we're all working as the body in unison with one another and just hey you see the need i help you with that like the world is the acts acts and acts in generosity like oh acts the book of acts just like you see that the church literally came together as one and that's so that's just important for our time um about the fan, what's called uh about the lettuce worship event what happened so you know, when i was there i just i came in and i just sensed a different kind of presence of god it was just it was not like i've known i've seen di many different presences of god where he was there and that and then like i walked into here from my car to just feel god was in the move in the move he was where he started to move and uh i saw how he was going around just like god god's way was just going around and he was just touching people all around but god was just like this is it's not about you he kept saying like that like it's not about just you you're part of the numbers you're part of here but this, you can just feel the glory of, of heaven just coming down there because our praises are able to reach him. Right. You know, our praises as a collective, we're able to just go straight to him as one and just say, God, you have yes. all the glory. You have all the honor. You have all the praise. And the, like that's focus, that hard focus. So uh, like, what is it about one church? You know, where there's so many different denominations, there's so many different things, but like if you come together, you're technically supposed to have the oneness in unity and spirit and right. truth. Well, it's, it, and that only happens through honor. Yeah. That only happens through honor where I, I say, Hey, um, you know, the verse where it talks about if for something in that, I see my brother is a stumbling block, I won't do it. Right. Like you might have freedom in that area, but don't use your freedom in such a flaunting way where it basically, causes this person to sin ultimately yes and that's where it's all laid down it's like hey i i don't uh you know maybe fully see eye tie with this person on this or this but i am gonna choose to put aside my you know quote unquote uh exposing or whatever uh <laughs> and just be like hey he's a person that's trying to pursue the lord and through his understanding and all this stuff and i'm gonna you know join in on him and link arms 
because you know we're all towards the same goal we're all and we're stronger together you know the devil wants us to fight against each other he ultimately that's less work for him to do he doesn't have to fight us when we're fighting our own selves yeah so like you know he doesn't need satanists or whatever to go and attack us and you know witchcraft and all that if we're already fighting our own selves he's like oh yay god like you see what your kids are doing like yeah they're, they're like you know they're constant just fighting arguments. <laughs> yeah constant arguments do like meddling about the most like obscene things ever that instead of putting that effort towards like oh should a woman wear a head covering or should should she not or like whatever it is or like flag dancers or whatever it's like hey no um why are we jesus on jesus in here yeah why are we focusing on jesus you know, and I think that that's kind of what gets it. That's kind of what, what gets it. We, anything to draw our attention away from him. Right. Oh, I remember one, I remember one time I came, I came to Jesus image and I was just irritated, <laughs> just irritated by this one man. Every couple of seconds, he'd be like, Jesus, and I'm like, <laughs> dude, just stop. <laughs> like, please, I'm trying to pay attention. Yeah. Five seconds later, Jesus. Yeah. And god just pulled me back and he's just like do you see how your attention's getting taken away from me right do you see it do you see right. it because i see it right and the, he sees it the crazy thing is he he the devil tries to mask those type of things where he drags our attention away but it's not like that person's at fault no 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 he's that not that person's not no at fault. no 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 I'm it, at it's, fault it's 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 because the my part. heart's yeah. not secured i looking at him right exactly you know we talk about beholding the lamb right we talk about that we talk about beholding the lamb and it's like you, when you behold the lamb, you look at him and everything else dwindles away. Yeah. What I, what I was trying to hit at was um that sometimes like those type of arguments could be masked as if, oh, we must have this established because it, without this establishment, the Lord can't do his work. Mm. No, the Lord doesn't need any of us to do his work. He doesn't need us to figure <laughs> out the Bible for us to do his work. Yeah, he just it's, needs it's kind, surrendering it's kind, people. It's kind of funny how whenever we try to go and tell God how to do his work, and then expect him to do it the right. way we want to. Yeah. Um, but let's let's track back about it a little bit. Okay. I know we, we just went over like five different topics, guys, and I'm sorry. We are we are a little excited. But I wanna I wanna focus back on reverencing his work. Yeah. Rever reverence towards him. Um I feel like the more reverence we give to him, the more fellowship we're able to have with him. And the more he's able to trust us more. Okay. For instance, for instance, uh, you're walking through a park. You see a person on the, on this, what's called a bench. You just walk past them and God just like draws your attention to this person. You stop, you, you ask him, God gives you words of wisdom, words of knowledge. And then boom, 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 boom. This person encounters God because you stopped that first time. And I just, I just want to, uh, now it's, now it's all coming back to me. That first time it is, epic you go around you tell your friends you tell your family you tell your fiance you tell your wife you tell well not that you have both i'm just just telling like whoever it is like you tell your boyfriend your girlfriend every single person right because god used you to do something hmm. first time second time fourth third time maybe the fifth time after the first fifth time you kind of slow down on like glorifying god you just kind of just like start to just cool next next person let's let's start talking to the next person you know next person and uh it gets to a point where god works in you 
and he gets no more credit because mm. he just becomes like a yay god next yay god next you know cool god did this again for me yay we've we've established this god can do like what's the next thing that you want to do i feel like god god in my life had to take that away because i had to i feel like that's why he put this question to my mind for the past like six months how can i reverence your work how can i reverence your work god you've done this like you spoke through me so clearly and it was so perfect like god how in the world like how am i even supposed to wrap my mind around this how are we supposed to wrap like how do we how do we see you do this again like god how do we even like, like come before you how do we glorify you and like just like i keep like thinking about this I keep thinking about this and just god just keeps re reminding me that just like i don't feel i don't feel that the praise jesus one one praise jesus after saying a testimony is enough no. i honestly don't feel it no you know it's like, not. praise god and then you just move on it just it just doesn't feel like it's enough it just stopping and enjoying the roses as you said or flowers before um that that the way michael were is the most beautiful way of in taking it in because i'll i'll say this um you know since i lost my father right yeah there there's moments where i i literally go back in time like in my brain and i'm just like basically drawn in, in into that moment and i just like try to remember every little thing that happened every little thing he said and um just take it all the way in and just be like this that type of mentality is i think the best way we should approach when the lord does something we we just stop and we act as if this is not that we act but we actually comprehend and fully acknowledge in our brain that hey this is a once in a lifetime opportunity moment yes and just think yes. this is something you're never going to get back you're never going to be here again mm. every it, it might be in the same category it, it might be in the same um you know location but the exactness of that what the lord did right there is never going to happen again that sermon is never going to be the same you might preach it again somewhere else the same way you know, the same people but, but, but people are going to be touched in different ways. And you have to understand that the Lord is going to be using everything that, you know, is going to be done there in a different manner because the connection is going to be different. Yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out where it's written, but um, I probably won't be able to find it on the spot that after they crossed the Red Sea. Yeah, they stopped. They made in a... Um, thing of stone they made right like a right an altar altar, of altar. Stone. not it was and it was, not, like, it was, it was an altar. Like, it was like yeah. it was like a memory memories yeah and like they literally placed it there so that every time they cross that, yeah. that every single time uh what's called a son asked their father father what happened here they'll be able to tell this is how god moved and right. he got us out of egypt like that's right i just felt the lord like that's just like another thing um you can like God works in you and like, yeah, it may not be the moving the Red Sea apart, but you got, you got to put these things into your life that, that even whenever somebody is able to ask you, or even if you're just sitting there by yourself, you can look back and all of a sudden God's like, this is how I moved in your life. So God puts these little things into our life that we're able to actually look back to ponder back. And whenever we're spending time with him, it's actually a way for us to stop 
rethink, refocus, like you were talking about. And then God's able to bring us back to the moment. And he's able to bring us back to experience so we can relive moments with him. And I think that that's actually a pretty, pretty deep thing because um, I remember Nadia was telling us that, you know, how she was uh, going through a healing process. Right. Where God took her back to wherever happened. And he was just going through it. And she was just sobbing in her car because the Holy Spirit was taking her one step at a time. Well, I feel like it's the same thing that you, you have these little memory blocks where God moves so vividly and so mightily. And you, you don't just forget about them. You know, you just don't move on. Some people write every single, I love, I love some people like, um, I know my friend Dennis, he literally writes every, uh, well, I'm not sure about that, but like he used to write every single thing that God used to do in his life into a journal. Speaking of which he actually threw that, thank God he wrote it down because I, I somehow like physical notes are a lot better than digital. I don't know yes. how, but I lost mine. And um, he basically had to the day of like when we started the beat side, yeah. uh, like when we got together with Vlad, uh, Dennis and me, and he wrote it down to the day and he's like, bro, look at this, took a picture of it. He's like, I remember that moment. Yeah. Like, thank God, bro, you, you wrote that down because it's like so memorable and it like, I remember the location, the everything, the fragrance of the coffee, like, it, you know, yeah, you, it takes you, you back, takes you back. Anyways, you're yeah, saying. So um, I don't, I don't know scripturally except for those those few moments um where god was just like were the people it wasn't that god wanted them to see god never said make these stones did he uh i do not remember i think it was just moses uh, i mean not um yeah as far as i remember the people made these memories yeah the people made this an important event in history and they said god moved here so why don't we place it a uh like a stone hedge here so that every single time somebody comes by, we'll be able to, they'll be able to know that this is where God separated the Red Sea. Right. So I've, that's like, it's, it's like almost our responsibility because God's going to keep moving. Yeah. Are you going to be, are you going to want to be a part of it next time or not? It's up to you. Well, this is the thing. Um, a reason why it's so important to have that, that understanding of like, hey, God moved and like, don't just like, oh, this is going to happen again. Or it's like just a cliche t- type thing is, um, so history repeats itself yeah and you can really learn a lot from history meaning not do the same mistakes and one of the biggest mistakes i think we do do in history is we discredit uh, a lot of moves of god that is really good because what's called um just to sorry for a second the moment that uh they started bringing down the history books i I forgot which country they started to redo the same thing that uh they technically were burning because you got, you got to think about it. All history repeats itself. Rome fell. Right. In which right. way? The Greek Empire fell. In which way? Persia fell. In which way? Right. It all, it all repeats itself. Well, like, and I mean, usually it causes the biggest problems when that happens. When history is not being encapsulated and you're not, like, taking it in and, like, actually being, like, whoa, to the details. Like, the one of the things that helps, like, scholars of the Bible, like, you know, understand their, you know, get to their conclusions, I guess you could say, is the more detailed the manuscripts that they found are the more they're able to get it down like i remember uh niv the like why it got created is because of dead sea scrolls like it Mm -hmm. why it's considered so like you know a legit like translation uh for that specific reason because it was found and for the longest time it was like not there so it gives a different encapsulation of the moments that happened there um so and the more people that they kind of like take that in they're like yeah dude you know that moment <laughs> <laughs> that moment yeah. 
but yeah so that's uh i think i think we covered that really well uh for the next thing is that what were we saying we went to a different topic about god moving so um whenever we were talking about the the Elias worship event uh, i was reminded about one thing that um oh i was speaking about how fast like we want we want god to move yes. everything else yes um how quickly and god and how the holy spirit said like i do not uh, move at your pace i move it i move at my pace and uh i was thinking about it like if we start to uh blood hungry and says if you if you go off and you create your own monster you're gonna feed the monster not the monster not not you know the ministry right. feeds you and so i was thinking about it just like when we start to move without the holy spirit and his guidance all of a sudden we're technically going against the wave mm-hmm. of the holy spirit because when the next time his wave comes it won't look like ours and we're gonna be like oh wait that's not right that's not biblical right yeah and that's the thing it's uh, so that's exactly uh, thank you that you remind me so this is the thing the devil likes to he can't make something new he only likes to basically counterfeit, counterfeit and he only can counterfeit things that are already true and real so i mean whether it's music whether it's you know um, style whatever it is um so he'll take something and be like hey uh you guys should talk about this because this is very important forget about like being in unity and all this stuff you guys should really get focus and like metal on this one thing that's he makes it seem so big yeah but in reality it's so small and it doesn't actually have that much weight because of the fact that hey in, in the grand scheme of things everything ties into love and you guys bickering over that he knows that's not love and ultimately he's basically masquerading truth under this thing of hey like jesus coming up to go and uh basically be presented the whole kingdom of the earth by the devil and using the word of god against him yeah it's the word of god you can make this into bread you know you like you, you got all almighty power but in reality he's being sneaky about it and he's using you know a counterfeit yeah to destroy you because he's like i want to get their attention off the lord and get them on things that are basically in in the grand scheme of things not important which is the law mm. yeah which the lord basically you know he conquered that he fulfilled it he fulfilled it he didn't annul it he no, fulfilled no it. he fulfilled it um and that's the that's the biggest thing and i think this will bring us back to our last discussion about which we started and if you guys didn't notice we started on like three random topics and, and the holy spirit like kind of works back around but maintaining jesus at the pinnacle of the church right um michael had a really good sermon that he posted the podcast i posted in there i was i was randomly like looking through youtube and the live chat the live stream came out so i looked at it and the first thing he says jesus has to be everything yes <laughs> if you're an apostle and your message is not about jesus you're not an apostle right if you're an evangelist and you're and you're preaching about evangelizing you're not doing it right you're supposed to be preaching about jesus mm. If you're a prophet and your prophecies are not corresponding to Jesus, are you prophesying? Right. And we have to get this kind of thing straight because the Holy Spirit literally leads us back to Jesus and everything. We are led back to Jesus. And like, you gotta, you gotta be so, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep that in mind. And at all times we are led back to Jesus. Amen. 
you know i, I just love how many times we said jesus in this podcast <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's the thing like i if if uh, all these times that we're saying jesus like you should be probably t- taking your attention in, towards jesus that's inside your room right now right you know and I feel like that's the only way we could do that as a church, as a whole congregation, as a whole people. Like even for Beat said, let's let's talk about that for a second. We've said we literally talked about it multiple times. Like we do not want you to come here to be filled. I don't want, I don't want you to come here so that I could fill you. Right, right. I want you to come here to outpour. Right, right. And uh, does that mean that what's it called? Beats that doesn't need to be around because uh, people are going to be filled already. Mm. No. It means that the place, the congregation that we're going to have is going to be so much better at going forward, going forward and going forward rather than being stuck at the same level because every single week we have to come and get together, rub, you know, the, get, yeah. the, get the bow drill and just start drilling into the right. wood, making, right. waiting for the embers to arrive rather than having the embers of flame already ready so that God could just yeah. and boom. Yeah, you know, and I feel like that's the only reason why we're able to to ignite that quickly is that because that some people in Beachside are stuck drilling all week, looking for the depths of God, looking for the depths of God, and then they come and they're already embers of flame that are ready to catch fire. Right, the the ground is already tenderized, and you're coming in, and you're already in the atmosphere where the soil is rich and tenderized um and plowed through cultivated yeah. cultivated that's the word i want to use cultivated and you're just able to sow whatever the lord has into each person's heart because uh versus you just coming in and being like hey yeah guys let's let's pray let's let's worship and uh let's muster this up like yeah. mustering up for the lord like that's i'm sorry that's just pitiful that's funny because that's funny that you say that because i just literally opened up youtube uh just an hour ago and the eric gilmore's title was no effort will bring the presence of god to your room yeah that's the thing he he's there like if you don't understand that the lord's there already like what are you doing i'm sorry because like it's it's the simplest act of okay I, the, I, I turn my face this way and I don't see Vasa. I turn my face this way. Vasa is here. It's the God. Right. Ugh, yes. Come on. It, come it, on. It, you're it, almost there. Come on. Yes. Okay. Right. You're here. That doesn't work. It's it's that's not the whole point of it. It's the, like you we come at B side like that's I guess you could say our culture is um, in Galatians. It says refresh others and you yourself will be refreshed. Yes. I, I, I don't come there to go fill myself up. I, I come there to do what the Lord wants me to do because I'm a cell in the human uh, world that is a part of a spiritual body, which is the body of Jesus. And my job is to function according to the measure that I was created to Yes. in that moment right there. So if I'm a prayer warrior, I'm going to be praying for you. You'll be knocking at the gates of heaven if, for if you. I, if the Lord gave me the gift of knowledge, you know, like to go speak into your life something directly, concrete, I'll speak it into your life. If the Lord told me to sh- just share a word of like, you know, uh, like some kind of like story parable, you know, from the Bible and just correlate it with our time, I'll share that. But the whole thing is it's not just for me. It's it's a corporate thing. It's yes. it's a family dynamic, which actually we're gonna have a nice talk about with our, <laughs> with our whole uh, family, <laughs> with our whole family. Uh, well, our 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 core group uh, of people, 
and just talk about the family dynamic with everybody. But it's so important to be coming there sharp, you know, iron yeah. sharpens iron. It's so important. Yeah. And I feel like that that can be a big encouragement. If you think the church is dull, spend time in the word, spend time in worship for three days before church and come to church. You'll see how the Holy Spirit moves. You know, I walked into church at Sunday and I'm just like to the Russian church. And I just I just was on fire because I just the Holy Spirit was in the room. He was moving. It was amazing. And I'm like, God, this is like one of the best services I've been to. And he's just like, yeah, it's because you spent time all week with me. Like, right. You're coming in. You can sense him. You know that he's there. You're not coming there to look for him, sense him. Right. You know, like I said, both drilling yourself into, you know, being right. into revival. Muster in that moment. Like revival starts from within. You right. have to get that straight with your heart. All of us have to get it straight our hearts. If we're coming into church to be filled, it's really difficult. Right. We're supposed to have a one-on-one relationship, a fellowship with the Holy Spirit to know him, to be with him, that his presence will be around us, within us, before us, behind us, everywhere. You know, like the Lord bless you. That's the thing. Like we have to be so filled with him that when we come in, we are instantly being synced up. Like I was, um, we were talking with, um, what's the name? Uh, just, uh, just, I, I just, I, uh, Ronnie. Jo- uh, no, not Ronnie, Joshua. Joshua. Yeah, Joshua Zacharias. We were talking with Zacharias, and uh, we literally sp- we spoke about the hive. You know, yeah, you yeah, cannot be a part. You cannot be a part of the network of the Holy Spirit if you're not connected to the Holy Spirit. Right, right. You know, you can have a relationship with Him. You can be married. Some light hungry generation said. Uh, actually, I was listening to him this morning. He said, "You can be married to the Holy Spirit. Like you can be married to a wife, but not even live in the same house. Right. Not even you sleeping can legally, in the same bre- uh, bed. Legally be married. <laughs> yeah." but not even know where they are right now right question is do you know where the holy spirit is right now are you in a green card marriage (laughs) (laughs) no but uh, let's ask the viewers this question do you know where the holy spirit is right now yeah because i know for a hundred percent like uh what's called one preacher says he says i know that i know that i know that i know that i know right that he is here with me exactly this moment so that's that's I think that's a big takeaway from today's podcast. I think I think that oh, what's going to leave it off on that is that do you know where the Holy Spirit is in your life? And I challenge you guys come into church full, and you're going to see a different move of a God. You're going to come up to the pastor after that service. You're like, Pastor, this is the best service I've ever been to. This is wow, you guys are amazing. Like I felt the Holy Spirit move. This is I feel it. Shakaraba, come on. Yeah, challenge yes. you. I challenge you. You know, I know we they jumped around about a few talks, but each one, I, I think it all led us to the, to the agreement that Jesus has to be the pinnacle of everything. Yes. He has to be it all. And if he's not all in your home life, how can you think that he's going to be your all in your church life? Because in your church life, you'll be more worried about dressing them for or what's called uh, more worried about judging the people around you about how they wear what they look like how many how many holes are in their pants all these different things you're gonna be what kind of car do they wear is it uh, i mean wear drive, drive. <laughs> yeah where but you're gonna be too busy judging them on that rather than focusing on the one that's in the room because i've been in services that the holy spirit was moving like i could i couldn't see him but i could just feel him moving row to row mm. and then a prophet would stand up and said jesus is moving I literally it was funny I, like i felt that he was moving like road to road and she then she stood up and she confirmed it she said she said the holy spirit is moving right now row to row heart to heart and he's checking your hearts mm. and i was like wow god 
like wow and you could just feel when his presence came closer to you it's just like whoa you felt that because he's real god he's yes. a real god and let's and let's and let's end it that so guys be blessed yeah i asked to shake take our challenge seriously fill yourself up and then outpour don't come to get filled come to outpour and guys uh if this has blessed you leave a review uh that really helps get the word out uh works with the algorithms that they have on the social nets and all that and uh if you're on youtube subscribe share it with your friends thank you guys best way you guys can support us be blessed all right be blessed guys